0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to episode 179 of the Ask the Coach Show, where ping skills helps you improve your table tennis. 179 days of the year are even. Today, we're going to discuss the interesting results from the Polish Open World Tour event. In the questions, we'll talk about the finished position of the forehand topspin, washing a table tennis ball, Drills you should practice before a tournament: stopping, stopping an attack, and ball selection. I'm Jeff Plum, and as always, Super Coach Aloy Rosario is here with me to answer your questions. Welcome, Alois. Morning, Jeffrey, and uh, how are you this morning? Yes, very good. Had a good weekend, thank you, and looking forward to a big show today. Excellent. Good to hear. Me too. Yes, absolutely. Now let's get straight into the tournament wrap alloys. The Polish Open happened on the weekend and there were some very interesting results. There were
1: indeed. So let's start with the women's singles. So uh, I suppose the semifinals, no uh, no real surprises. Even the quarterfinals, there was uh, Ding Ning played Feng Tianwei um, from Singapore, beat her 4-1. Uh Li Jiajia beat uh, Wu Yang from China, so 4-0. Zhu Yuling beat Chen Meng from China, so 4-2. And uh, Liu Wen beat uh, Ai Fukuhara, uh, 4-0. So, uh, yeah, six Chinese out of the uh, eight quarter finalists. The semi-semis were were probably where the tournament was at. So Ding Ning just got over Li Jiajia 4-3, 11-4 in the 7th. And Liu Shi Wen uh, just got over Zhu Yuling, 14 12 in the seventh set. So uh, so they were big semi finals. And then the final, um, a bit of a fizzler. And uh, I haven't seen what's happened yet, but uh, Liu Shi Wen won 4 0. Won four so the first two sets were 12 10, 11 5, and then it's got 11 0, 11 0. So must have been a walk over there. I wonder if that, um, that Ding Ning um, injury is playing up again. So uh, injury, injury there, and in the men singles, more injuries. So, um, Long, you know, last week we're talking about, you know, is he is he invincible? Uh, this week had to give a walkover to uh, to the to the local uh, Jacob uh, Dijas. Wow! Uh,
0: so we were asking recently, what who could stop him, Alois? Maybe it's his own body.
1: Maybe, and that uh, it does seem to be. The one, doesn't it? I mean, he uh, he had to pull out uh, a couple of tournaments ago, then won the men's world cup in devastating form, and now again had to pull out of the Polish Open. So, um, yeah, so interesting times there for Ma Long, and uh, yeah, I wonder, I wonder if it's himself that might be the biggest uh, biggest problem. But then, uh, the other big surprise was um, Stefan um got through that part of the draw because I suppose of Ma Long. Injury. Um injury. Um, Matthias Carlsen uh, sort of came through there. Then Fegarel beat Carlsen. Um And then the big one, Fegarel beat Zhangzi Kerr 4-2. So, oh, uh, my
0: goodness. Zhangzi Kerr is just heading down even further. Can I get well, any words for him?
1: Well, interestingly, the previous round, he beats Ovchirov 4-0. Um, but, again, Ovchirov injured. So, um yeah, so, yeah, few injuries starting to creep into the whole uh, world tour scene. So Ovcharov injured, uh, Marlong injured, Zengzi Kerr on the decline, um, and then the winner, well, you know, this could be the uh, the heir apparent, Fan Dong, but only four games to three over Stefan Fegurel in the final. So that's a huge tournament for Fegarell the Austrian player.
0: Wow. So maybe Fegarel's just gotten better. I mean, that's impressive to, you know, beat Zheng Zikur and, and narrowly lose to Fen Zendong. Absolutely, yes.
1: So uh, Fen Zendong uh, beat Zhu Xin in the semis. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Fegarel in the final. So, yeah, real topsy-turvy tournament. And, um, yeah, in- very, very interesting results. Um, f- looking forward as well, you know, as to... Can these guys hold up? Can these guys' bodies? I mean, it's it's a big year for them. It's a big um, it's a big season um, coming up as well. So, yeah, it's uh, very interesting times ahead for the on the world tour.
0: Certainly is. So, if you haven't watched any of it, get to ittv and have a look. And especially check out Fegarel and see if you think he is going to keep up this good performance. Can he repeat this at the next tournament? That is the question. All right, Alois. Um, Now, on Friday, we introduced a new segment called Friday Funnies, and I guess we want a bit of feedback from people, Alois.
1: Yes. um, Tell me, you know, should we keep the Friday Funnies? I know Jeff's joke was, you know, marginally funny, but do we need to keep the Friday Funnies? And could could some of our, our viewers perhaps, you know, improve the joke uh, the joke of the day maybe maybe you've got a suggestion for the for the joke of the day um that we could put up rather than jeff's anyway let us know
0: yeah exactly maybe you know like on a thursday we should call for requests from everyone to get you know a joke that is actually funny mm. let us know if that could work all right let's move on to uh friday's ping Seal's question of the day alice which was who is the best player you have played what was the response yeah. like?
1: Yeah, so uh, yeah, had quite a few responses there and a uh, few people, uh, you know, tagging their friends in, which is good. Um, so um, Trevor Hurth said that uh, Pete, Sam von Einem and Peter Rosenmeier, so um, both in para para table tennis. Um, so Peter Rosenmeier, one of the top class six players in the world. Uh, Sam von Einem, one of the top class 11 players. Uh, Players in the world, so uh, yeah. So those two. Um, so um, Shay uh, Keeley said uh, Waldner, and we were very impressed. And he said, "Only joking." I wish. Yes, I wish too. So, uh, so no, he hasn't played. Uh, uh, hasn't played Waldner. Sam Miller said Ernie Zhao, so young player from uh, from New South Wales, and Ernie Zhao said probably Yuto Matsumara. And uh, we've seen Yuto, the really good chopper from Japan. So Ernie had a chance to play Yuto Matsumara. Heaviest chops I've ever faced, and that was when he was 15. So, uh, yeah, um, interesting one. Um, and there you go. Who are, who's the best player you've ever played, Alois? Uh, definitely Jiang Jiliang. Um, so, Zhang, I played Jiang Jiliang um, in 1986. And he won the World Championships in 1985 and 1987. So I played him sort of in the middle of that at the Asian Championships. And uh, boy, he was he was something else. Like nothing I could do um, hurt him at all. Um, you know, I felt at that stage of my playing, uh, I was really good with forehand topspin to block, and I felt like I could, you know, match it with a lot of players w- if I got in with my forehand topspin. But Zhang Ke was just like he was reading a newspaper in between shots. He was just like, you know, stand, sitting there and blocking them and smashing them back whenever he wanted. So, Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Zhang Ling you mean, not Zhang Zikir. Oh, sorry.
1: Yes, sorry, definitely. Zhang Ziyaleng, not Zhang Ke He wasn't born, <laughs> I don't think, in those days. Um, there you yeah, go, but,
0: Yes. Well, the best player I played was probably Ding Song, Alois, the Chinese chopper. And again, the same thing, nothing I did made any difference to him. He seemed to have so much time, you know, didn't even seem to need to focus that much. And he was just incredible. He, had, he was almost the first of the modern defenders, Alois. had an incredible chop and then this amazing forehand top spin as well. Um, so he pretty much destroyed me. Yeah,
1: he was. He was the he was the first of the modern modern choppers really, isn't he? That uh, from this generation. So he really um revolutionized the game by having such a powerful forehand. And I remember seeing him at the maybe at the Swedish Open or something like that, um, a long time ago and um and watching him play and he was just incredible, just the, the level of his defence, but the but the most important thing was just his attack. And I suppose now, um, you know, the, the modern uh, the modern choppers have really modelled themselves on that game.
0: Yes, yeah, certainly. All right, that moves us on to the ping skills question of the day, which is: Are the top table tennis players paid enough? So jump onto our Facebook page, leave a comment, or jump onto the Pink Seals website and go to the blog section and let us know, are the top table tennis players paid enough? All right, Alois, what happened on this day?
1: Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Um, On this day uh, in 1985... Something local, but Uluru, and um, a lot of uh, our international uh, viewers would know that as Ayers Rock. So uh, the largest rock in the world, um, in the middle of Australia, and Central Australia, that um, Uluru was um, was handed back to the traditional owners. So uh, yeah, so it was historic day, and that was in
0: 1985. There you go. Um, so what's that? Uh, Thirty years ago.
1: Yes, indeed, 30 years.
0: Excellent. All right, interesting fact. Let's move on now to the questions. And first up is one from Ilya, who says, how do these two things affect the finished position of the forehand topspin, the distance to the table and the hardness of the rubber? Okay, interesting. So the distance from the table... Um, you
1: probably just need a little bit more power to generate uh, and you've also got a little bit more time. So in that situation, the the finish position can be a little bit further. So so rather than just to here, it can be further and uh, the stroke becomes a little bit longer. Um, The hardness of the rubber, interesting one, um so it's more the angle of your racket with the hardness of the rubber because you can brush over the ball a bit more. So in that case the the finish can be a little bit more uh a little bit more forward um than than up uh as you would with a softer softer top of rubber. So yeah, but the, the the variations are only slight, you know, so it's not like one's here and one's here. Um it's here or here. Yeah, so it's there or it's there, that sort of, that sort of finish. So, um, yeah, don't, don't get too carried away with changing the finish position too greatly.
0: Okay, so when you say a little bit more forward, you don't mean coming across your body or anything. Still keep the basic stroke the same, but just just push forward a little bit more towards the table.
1: Yeah, so we, we say um, we don't really want to go past our midline of our, of our body, so we don't want to go across there. Um, at any stage, so by coming forward, um, we're finishing there rather than here.
0: Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Excellent. All right, Ilya. Hopefully that clears us, clears that up. Let us know if you still got any questions. Now, Johan asked us recently, Alloys on the Ask the Coach section of the website. Have you ever washed a ping pong ball with your clothes? And he had some really strange results.
1: Yeah. So, um, so we'll put a link to the question where he's got some pictures on there as well. So, um, after putting a table tennis ball in with his wash, why? I don't know. Maybe he just left it in there, um, as, as I often do with, uh, with things, um, so it went from about that size to that size there. So it expanded in the wash. And I assume that he uses hot water for his washing. Um, so the um, the heat has expanded the ball. And he said um, it uh, played very strangely after that. So, yes, haven't done that before. But uh, I assume that that's just what happened. Just the heat of the wash has expanded the ball.
0: Yeah, that's really strange. I would not have expected to see... That sort of difference, and it was quite a bit larger, so um, yeah, I guess an interesting thing with the new plastic balls,
1: yeah. So, get on to the uh, we'll, we'll put a link in the show, have a look at uh, have a look
0: at um, yeah, the pictures that Joanne's put in there, all right. Now, Johan wants to know, alloys what do you think are the best drills to practice before a tournament? Yeah, so um, we talk
1: about this a little bit, but. Before a tournament, the important things that you need to think about are just that those initial um, shots in the rally, the serve, the return of serve, the third ball, the fourth ball in the rally. If you can do that well, then you're always in the rally in a, in a tournament. So as, the, the closer you get to a tournament, the more you focus on the early part of the rally and the less you focus on just your general um, rallying ability, so hitting balls on the table, so... Um, you know, probably the week or the two weeks before a tournament, start to really narrow your focus into those areas of the service and the service return, especially in the rally.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, Alloys. And for our premium members on the website, we have a training secrets course, which talks all about this and about, you know, what drills you should practice in the off season and what drills you should practice more towards a tournament. And then we also have a 52-week training plan for our premium members. And the last eight weeks of that are all about tournament preparation and where we give you some really good training sessions each of those eight weeks that help you get ready for a tournament, doing exactly what you talked about there, Alice. All right. Next up is a question from Thys who says, I push as short and low as I can, but this guy is waiting and spins the ball even one inch behind the table towards my forehand. I'm ready to block, but almost every time the ball goes high or long and it doesn't help if I block early or late, nothing works. What can Thieves do here, Alois? Yeah, so
1: that's that's a difficult ball to, to try and um, to block. So he's talking about um, his opponents giving him the slow spinny topspin and the, the the difficult part is that there isn't much pace on the ball, so you're almost poking at it and waiting for the ball to come to you. Um, when the ball hits your racket, it's going to shoot up really violently because of the heavy topspin. So a couple of things to think about. One is turning your angle over a little bit more. Second thing is being a little bit firmer with your block. So if you just push, put the bat at the ball, the ball's just going to go wherever it wants to. If you put a little bit more pressure on yourself um, then you're going to get that ball to go more in the direction you want but if you have a little bit more time you can then also start to think about experimenting and just brushing over the top so top spinning the ball or taking a bit more time and even um, giving it a bigger top spin so so a couple of options there for you but it is a difficult ball because it's so uh, it's moving through the air so slowly um, you need to Put a little bit of pace on it yourself, and really think about the angle of your racket. Just making sure that that angle is is right over and closed, so you're covering the topspin effect. So the ball isn't going up; it's going forward off your racket. Um, we've got a we've got a good lesson on this in our strokes and technique session section on um, how to counter the slow spinning topspin. So we'll put a link in uh, for that and uh, have a look at it, and it gives you some really good options on both the forehand and the backhand,
0: and it'll just show you how to do it well. Yeah, that is a great video, Alois. Now, another option here is to stop the attack in the first place. So thing is saying he's pushing as short and low as he can, but if he pushed just a little bit shorter so the ball would bounce twice on the table, that would stop the attack altogether.
1: Yeah, that's um, – and we always talk about, you know, prevention is better. So, it's, yes. So, how do you get that ball a bit shorter? You need to have um, a little bit softer hand and to absorb some of the speed and also take the ball as early as you can. So, get up close to the, the bounce of the ball. So, where the ball's bouncing, get up close to that and just try to touch the ball softly there. If you let the ball come back here and try to push it from back here um, – and try to push it short, it makes it really difficult. So get that ball as early as you can, close to the bounce, and see if you can uh, just touch that ball close to the net. You don't need, you don't need any forward motion uh, with your shot. Just, almost just provide the angle of the racket and just touch that ball back.
0: Yeah, indeed. So there's a couple of things for you to look at these. The uh, how to return the slow spinny tops in video, and then work on your short pushing. And a lot of people don't practice this enough. They'll practice their forehand top spins and their backhands. But the short push is such an important part of the game. So, you know, maybe just spend 10 minutes in a training session just playing short push to short push and just improving that part of your game. All right. Next up is a question from Vijay. who says, I have a question on ball selection. Since the new balls are now made of plastic, there are many to choose, and most have different bounces and speed. Further, this affects my speed and timing. So, is there a standard test we can use to test these balls?
1: Yeah, there isn't really that it's easy to do. But one thing, the the things that you need to look at are how um, firm the ball is. So if it's hard to demonstrate here, but I'm putting, you know, quite a bit of pressure. So this would almost break an egg, um, that sort of pressure. If I'm doing that and the ball's caving in, then it's a little bit too soft. This one you can see is quite firm and you need to do that in a few different spots. So press in um, on a few different spots. If you just press one spot it might be firm but it could be soft in another spot so so that's the first thing just make sure you're pressing all the way around and just um nice firm pressure and see if the ball caves in if a ball caves in it's going to have some soft spots and therefore when it bounces it's going to bounce a little bit strangely the other the other test is the spinning test so what you need to do is put the ball on the table and then just spin the ball around so that it's spinning on its um, central axis there and then have a look over the top and you'll be able to see whether the ball is round or not so if you see the ball wobbling a bit um, then you you'll then the ball isn't very round if the ball has a nice even spin um, then um, it's it would be round so again the two things to test for are the hardness and the and the roundness of the ball. So if you, if you can get those two things um, pretty good, then the ball will tend to be uh, quite good as well.
0: Yeah, and we do have a video on ball selection, which was uh, we filmed it when the old celluloid balls were still the only type you could get. But I guess those tests are still valid alloys. And one other thing, I guess we found the new plastic ball seemed to be a bit harder in general. Is that your experience?
1: Um. Yeah. Not necessarily harder all the time, but but they but they're definitely getting better. You know, I'm, I'm seeing some more balls that are that are um better and usable and and almost like the old celluloid ball. So um, yeah. I think I think the manufacturing is definitely getting better. Maybe not. Still not consistent. Uh, which is where we need to try to improve it. But it definitely feels like it's getting better. And yeah, you know, Nataku's got the Nataku premium, which everyone says is you know, as as good as the old celluloid ball and uh, really consistent. So, um, yeah, that's something to look for. But they're not that readily available. So I think uh, uh, demand is outstripping supply with those. So um, okay. And
0: yeah. I've heard a few good things about the butterfly balls as well. So hopefully, the manufacturers are now yeah starting to get on top of this situation. All right, and Johan says. Aloys, he says, hi, Aloys and Jeff. I just wanted to thank you for your implication in the sport. Awesome job you guys are doing. Keep going. We all love you. Ah, oh, thanks.
1: Thanks, on
0: That's great. Well, what a great way to wrap up episode 179. Thank you all for watching. Make sure you go to pingskills.com, sign up for a free account. We've just actually made... 11 of the premium videos that were in the strokes and techniques section available for free members. So sign up for your free account and you'll be able to watch all of those, including the advanced forehand topspin. So check them out. Um, and thank you, Alloys, for answering all the questions. All right. No worries. Bye, Thanks, everyone. Jeffrey. Have a great day. Ping skillers and we'll See you tomorrow. Bye.